Welcome to Moving the Chains, episode 13. I didn't think we'd get there tonight. Uh, a few computer issues going on, but uh, we're back. We're still here. Uh, plenty of NFL action to get through. Thanks to our friends at topsport.com.au, where you do get the best NFL odds. Make sure you go in and have a look at the app today. And we've got a special coming up later in the show. You might be able to get some boosted odds. Tonight's show, we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes and that massive half-a-billion-dollar contract. Uh, some other big contracts that we think going to get done very, very soon. Plus, we talk about the Madden ratings, Madden 21, and what's happening there and who is in the 99 club and who may have got underrated a little bit. Then we have Coach's Fantasy Corner and, of course, your questions. And as I give the rab down, Chad, mate, are you okay after the weekend? I made the trip out to Cogra. It was a long afternoon for me watching you go through that, but you've recovered. <laughs> Sally, it was a long afternoon for me too, mate. You know, the, um, and I know all the boys know the roller coaster of professional sport, mate. Um, you know, you got to get get past it pretty quickly and, and um, get on with the job. So, mate, I'm all good on my end. Uh, Nick Davis, you've had three Red Bulls tonight. You just texted me and said you're up and about. I can hear that you've got a little bit of a pep in your step. You're all right, brother. Yeah, I've had a couple of Red Bulls, mate. I've got a brand new driver a couple of uh, days ago and I've had that going out at the driving range. So I'm, uh, I'm in a good mood. I'm ready to go. Uh, you are. We will have that move on the Chains Golf Day, which I'll be commentating later on in the year once we all get back <laughs> to normality. And uh, the, the person that holds the show together and our manager who's negotiating with Channel 7 and Channel 7 mate, uh, Trent <laughs> Copeland. How are you, Copes? Going well, thanks, mate. Speaking of golf, I'll just come back from the Hunter Valley with a few of the New South Wales boys. Um, we've been playing up there at Cypress Lakes and a few other courses. It's been beautiful. Did you take anyone's cash? No, I dished out cash, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I lost plenty of golf balls, so I had to buy a few of them and dinner, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, let's get stuck into it, boys. Patrick Mahomes signs the biggest uh, professional sports contract in history last week, uh, just pretty much after we finished recording. Uh, Chad, it came through that Patrick Mahomes extends his contract at the Kansas City Chief for 10 years and $500 million. Unbelievable. That's $716 million Australian. Uh, I guess we're going to know pretty soon whether he's you know, lives up to that billing, but it's an amazing deal for someone so young. Yeah, definitely. Look, Sally, I think um, you know we're all waiting for this to happen. I think ever since you know the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes has obviously you know, had the season he had, league MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP, you know, an amazing resume for such a young, a young kid. Uh, and to still have two years to run on his contract and to extend for an extra 10. So now he's out you know, for a further 12 years is, is phenomenal. It's definitely well-earned. He, he's no, there's no doubt he's the hottest, youngest talent in the league at the moment. And uh, I'd be actually interested to hear from Copes on what he thinks if this is a team-friendly deal for the Chiefs? Oh, it's a good question. And I think he, when speaking of this deal, spoke of the first two things that he mentioned was that he loves the city, he loves the club. Uh, and then immediately after that, he went on to, I love having my future locked down, but I also don't want to take away from this franchise being able to spend money on other people. So as much as it sounds like he's taking a gazillion dollars and no one will ever be able to get paid outside of him, 
uh, he is the most important part of that puzzle. And if he's there and in his mind, he's willing to juggle that contract each year. I mean, this is money that we see projected, but the cap moves, uh, renegotiations happen every year. So I think as long as he is committed to the team and has that in the back of his mind, I think this is going to be a really team-friendly deal in the long run. Dickie, how many championships? I know we've spoken about it early on uh, in the in the podcast, the Moving the Chains series. How many championships is he going to have to win to justify that half a billion dollar contract? Oh, it's a great question, mate. And look, it's probably one that's been uh, aligned with the the Buddy Franklin contract at the Sydney Swans, and uh, how many. Uh, Premierships uh, would the Swans have to win in the AFL for for that to be a good championship for Bud? But look, this guy he already sells a lot of t-shirts. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> if, if you're if you're a Chiefs fan, you got the number fifteen there. So um, look, I think look, he's going to want to make every four years. He's there for twelve more years. He's going to want to make two Super Bowls every four years and and win one uh, for him to be happy and satisfied. What about you, Chad? I think I mean I look at this contract obviously. In rugby league, probably in Australia on a smaller scale, I think clubs win contracts at stages and also players win contracts if they don't perform up to that. It's not like you can take some of the money back. Is it a three-championship sort of window? Is it two? I mean, where do you sit with all this? I agree with um, uh, Dickie. I think the fact, um, you know, that they've obviously paid for their man, but with that pay and that, that income comes expectation. And yes, he is the hottest, youngest player at the moment right now, but he's proving that on the field. And the weight of expectation is now on his shoulders to carry this franchise to basically the Super Bowl or the championship game, you know, every year or every second year. If I think the Chiefs don't get in this 12 upcoming years, you know, at least three to four Super Bowls, you know, or, or play in in three or maybe even five Super Bowls. You know, let's be real. It, it uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what really the worth of the contract is. So, Howie, can let's I just put, jump? Can I just yeah, jump put in? Some, let's say, put some numbers on it, boys. Let's put some numbers on it here. We're, we're going back and forth. I want to know <laughs> how many he has to win to justify a ten-year deal worth a billion dollars. I'll say you four. Know, can I just say four. it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. What? He's already won a Super Bowl. He's already changed the face of the franchise. He's already changed the outlook for the next 10 years. So, yes, he's expected to and he should deliver Super Bowls. But there's people like Nick Foles getting paid $30-plus million now that aren't going to deliver anything, may not even set foot on the field for the Bears if it doesn't work out for him. So I'm telling you now, that contract, he's still got two years on his rookie-scale deal, let alone before this kicks in. So... They could have another Super Bowl before his extension even kicks in. Just let me, why I was jumping in was I was going to say, how would you feel being these teams who drafted in that year, 2017? <laughs> <laughs> teams who need a quarterback. Uh, speaking of the Chicago Bears, number two selected Mitch Trubisky. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars selected Leonard Fournette, who they couldn't even trade for a six round pick this year. Tennessee Titans at five, Corey Davis. Oh, man. I mean, Cincinnati Bengals, who just took a quarterback this year, they took John Ross at number nine, the pick before yeah. Pat Mahomes. Could this, wow. be the, could this be the the Michael Jordan, Sam Bowie sort of thing going on here for the Chicago Bears, the teams that selected before <laughs> Michael Jordan? 
Yeah. Well, hold on a second, boys. This, yeah, injuries happen in sport. Yeah, declining form happens in sport. It's, I know he's so valuable to that team. Let's not forget that they trailed in three playoff games last year. Yeah. It's not that magic's not always going to be there to dig into the bag. I mean, and let's remember, boys. Earlier on in this year, he was inches away from a major, major knee injury that could have derailed yeah. the, the whole Chiefs season. And his career, there was massive. When that happened, I remember watching that game and, and you've seen so many injuries like that. And you just look at it and I was like, oh, that's a knee gone for sure. But he was able to get that kneecap right. And, and I think he missed two weeks and then come back out and, and take them back on a charge. But I don't think it matters that they were behind in those playoffs games. He, he came out and won. Um, it's going to be interesting. We're basically... How they're going to shuffle the chairs around him now is going to be the real interesting one. They were able to uh, sign Chris Jones today before the, the end of the franchise tags come in. I think it's midnight tonight over there in, in the state. So he said that, uh, which is a little bit different to, to Dak. I think Dak's going out there just, I want my money and do, do, do your best. But I think Patrick Mahomes is, is pretty... He is under no illusions that he's got a, a, a pretty hot team around him and he wants to do as much as he can to keep... Uh, Travis Kelce and all those guys around him as much because he knows that he needs them to win comps. Yeah, he certainly does. It's going to be interesting to watch how that unfolds and that relationship between Andy Reid and also Patrick Mahomes. A lot of talk about that being the new Brady-Belichick relationship, but still a long way to go. Let's keep it moving here, boys. The Madden game, it comes out very soon. I know we're all very keen to, to get amongst it. And the ratings have come out. A uh, few surprises here and there, but the 99 club, was uh, Steph Gilmore from the Patriots, Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers, of course, Patrick Mahomes. And the other one, Nick Davis, a little bit of a surprise, but probably not in terms of, I mean, his team's not good at the moment, but he's still pretty good in, in the league. Yeah, Aaron Donald um, there at 99 as well. And look, you've got Khalil Mack at 97 defensively. Vaughn Miller, they're pretty much renowned as the, the top three defenders in the competition. But Madden probably felt like they needed to have a, a defender in there, you know, to even it up at, at 99. But um, it's so interesting. And it's, it's, look, there hasn't been too many AFL games I've been able to, you know, play as yourself. But <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting and, and to know how aware that the NFL players are of Madden <laughs> and how much they play it and how dirty they are. I saw an interview with Melvin Gordon, who was uh, rated 84 on the Madden on the Madden scale, and he was filthy about it. Deshaun Watson's tweeted about it that he's not happy. I think he is. Uh, he might be about 86 or seven. Filthy. Pat Mahomes and, tweeted about it as well. They they pumped out a rating scale of the top five fastest QBs on Madden, and he wasn't in the top five list. And he's like, he tweeted out, "Where am I at?" You know, like they all take offense. Yeah. I know the NBA boys as well. They tweet this guy uh, at Ricky2K, I think he is on Twitter. Ronnie, Ronnie2K. Oh, Ronnie, sorry, yeah. Um, every time the ratings come out and the, the boys are into each other about their yeah. own ratings, it's quite good. And I mean, but there's it, obviously oh, so collaboration good. going on with them to promote the product, but it's, uh, yeah. it's great I, I love it. And you know, I saw it again watching the, the Raiders Harden. Oh, you see the Madden Scout, they go to training camp and, and they do a value <laughs> weight. Yeah. It's... For people that don't understand like the game and, and what gaming is now and, and Madden and EA Sport, like they send guys to training camps to you know evaluate these guys. Oh, is he faster? Is he stronger? Is he catching the ball better? 
it's it's such a it's a huge game. I can't wait for it to come out. And you know what? My man at seventy eight, Derek seventy nine, Derek Carr, he's going to be my starting quarterback. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be looking and to I'll try take any three. I'll take franchise any three of you guys. <laughs> Franch- franchise mode. I'd be looking to trade him very quickly. Hey, um, Chad, let's have a look at some of the surprises. I look at the Green Bay Packers. What if I told you that Aaron Rodgers was the second highest uh, rated Madden player there at eighty nine? Uh, you mentioned Deshaun Watson there, 86. Uh, Dak Prescott, 84. Carson Wentz, 84. I mean, these guys love it so much, but like Coach just said, it's promotion as well, something that we probably don't get out here with the regular game, but also it's just one big wheel that just keeps pumping out content. Yeah, definitely. And look, uh, I think uh, going over the ratings this afternoon, one of the big surprises to me was was Tom Brady uh, last year was rated, I'm pretty sure it was 86 or 87. can't remember the exact number, but I oh, was sorry, 96 or 97. And now this yeah. year, he's rated uh, a 90. So dropped six, seven points in the one year, um, which is quite a big rating, uh, quite a big ratings drop in Madden. Uh, potentially, obviously, going to a new team with new receivers, uh, I'd imagine that's the reason. But um, yeah, they've, 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 done, they've done the GOAT. You know, they've got the game. But, but they've got the Gronk, Gronk's at 95. That's extraordinary. Wow. He's had a year out. He hasn't played for a year. He's been sitting down in Florida just going berserk. And he's at 95. It's extraordinary. What was your what would your Madden rating be, Nick Davis, overall? Let's go. Punting, it would be very high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, if I was a alert. Alertness would be very low, I'm saying. No, you don't have to train it, Madden. There's no training. You just go out and you play games. No training with kickers, I'm the, too. I'm the perfect Madden player. Dowie, would your, you might even break the record for the lowest speed registered on there, would you? Uh, no, I'd still beat you three over, over 20 or 30 metres. Don't worry about that. All right? I'm not running in with a cricket ball in my hand. Um, uh, one guy that uh, I like looking at uh, for your team, actually, Chad, was Nick Chubb. 92 overall, the highest-rated player there. Uh, Baker Mayfield, though, he, uh, he stinks. He's down, down very low in terms of the quarterbacks. Are you concerned that the ball goes south and they don't win a game this year, the Cleveland Browns? Look, I'm, I'm not concerned. I, the, the, thing I'm, the thing I'm most worried about, probably, is the form of Baker Mayfield because, you know, we, we've all spoken about the quarterback position on all of our teams and the fact that they're so important. They touch the ball on every offensive play, pretty much. Um, and obviously, the weight of expectation that this team has. Uh, they need to start well, and he needs to have a big year. You know, I've seen quotes, and I've seen a lot of analysts talk about Baker Mayfield potentially spending some time on the bench this year. Um, with They've got a veteran, you know, Case Cam, who is a quality you know, NFL quarterback on his day. So he's got some competition there. And, and it'll be interesting to see what Kevin Stavansky, the first-year head coach, you know, what he does with Baker if he does start poorly. Yeah, let's uh, put it up on our at Moving the Chains on Twitter. Do you play Madden? And uh, who, who do you think would be faster, me or the boys? Over 40 <laughs> metres. Uh, let's put that up there and have a bit of fun with it. Uh, Chad, let's keep it moving now. Uh, we're talking about running backs, boys. Uh, we threw up in the group today. We talked about the top three running backs uh, that you would take for your team to start your team right now. Uh, I'll start with you, Coach. Who is the number one running back that you would take for your team and why? Uh, look, I'll say the obvious answer, and it's a man who was playing on a pretty ordinary team last year and 
it's Christian McCaffrey. And I think it's just because of the dual threat. He's able to just make people miss everywhere, whether it's running between the tackles or if he gets some open space in the passing game. So, I mean, imagine what he did last year on a Panthers team that was losing every week. Imagine if he was on a Patriots or a, you know, one of the teams, or even imagine with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, it'd just be unfair. What about you, Dickie? Who would you like to take? Christian McCaffrey is now off the board. Uh, look, I'll take Derek Henry. I think what he did in the back end of last year and, and early in the playoffs, I was, he carried that side. Uh, his, the yards that he... That just post-contact, his post-contact yards are just through the charts. And uh, he's a player that I think is going to keep getting better and better. Um, so if I was going to uh, take a, a, a running back to start my side at the moment, it would be Derek Henry. What about you, Chad? Yeah, look, I'm going to have to go back to the uh, running back we just spoke about, Nick Chubb. In 16 games, he, he rushed for 1,494 yards, um, finished just behind Derek Henry in that last game. Uh, where the Browns had a poor game. But, you know, eight rush TDs, 36 receptions. Um, uh, sorry, receiving re- receiving yards. Wait, I've got that completely wrong. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, look, uh, that's that's Howie's job. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it, it's Nick Chubb. I think... Um, what a true Browns fan you are, mate. <laughs> he's, he's built up to um, have a really good year in fantasy this year. I think um, he's shown what he's capable of. He's got that. You can ground and pound. You can carry the ball. He can break tackles. Um, he, he, I think he's got a 98-yard touchdown this year. So, um, you know, impressive talent for sure. I'd take Saquon Barkley, boys. Yeah. I think the way that he played last year, you can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, much like running backs, all the running good running backs have to these days, probably except for Derek Henry, who can just run over everyone. But uh, I think Saquon Barkley in a really uh, shitty offense last year, plus a really poor offensive line was still able to get the, the job done. And I know Christian McCaffrey is good, but I would say that Saquon within a year or two will be the, the premium back uh, in the NFL. So uh, I'd like to take him uh, off the board. But uh, boys, it's a, a big uh, topsport.com.au. They're sponsors of Moving the Chains. And this year, the comeback player of the year, there's so many players in here. I mean, I have a look down. Baker Mayfield, it was just that shit last year. They thought, we'll have to give him a chance to win the comeback player of the year. Uh, he's in here, Jared Goff. I mean, there's everyone's in this list. So you can go on and get some pretty juicy odds. We've had a bit of a look, boys. Ben Roethlisberger is the favourite at $4.50 at the moment to win the comeback player of the year. Dickie, who do you like uh, to come back now that Cam Newton has signed with the New England Patriots? Oh, look, I think everyone would is hoping in, uh, that Cam Newton comes back and is just electric for the for the competition. I think uh, I, I did mention on the show a lot how quiet he was before signing uh, with the Patriots and now how not quiet he is after signing with the Patriots. So, look, I, 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 Cam Newton as a, as a person, Cam Newton as a player, I, I want to see him... Uh, I, I want to see him go well. I, I like him as a personality. I think the, the game needs him. And I look, and I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's the the extreme, you know, coach uh, quarterback relationship. He's in a totally different character than what Tom Brady is. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Bill and Cam sort of uh, work their way through a season and through a preseason. So my comeback, and I'm going to again take the easy way out here, is Cam Newton. Cam Newton, $5. You might be able to get a little bit of a bonus if you go to Top Sport. Might bump that up to $6. I'll, I'll let Tristan know that I've 
bump his odds up. Who are you going with, Chad? Yeah, I'm going to go with Big uh, Big Ben. And I know that there's a, a few other notable mentions, as, as Dickie just mentioned, um, Cam Newton, JJ Watt, AJ Green, you know, chucking Gronk, even Alex Smith. But for me, it's Big Ben. I think um, he's shown, you know, how he can play over a number of years. He's very reliable. Um, you know, I feel like he's due to come back and the Steelers need him to play really well. I feel like the Steelers, you know, coasted along last year and Mike Tomlin done a really good job with their roster. And we've spoken about previously that they were down to their fourth or fifth string quarterback, um, your man Mason Rudolph, I think it was. But to me, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think Big Ben has it in him. Yeah, Big Ben, $4.50. He might be able to get $5 if Tristan's being kind. Who are you going with, Coach? Yeah, look, you just mentioned two of them there, Chad. I reckon JJ Watt, for me, is the one that sticks out that is the combination that you need to win this award. And it's freakish talent and opportunity in front of you. And when he's on the field, if he's not injured, he's as good as there is in the entire league on either side of the ball. So I think it's just health. If he can stay healthy, which he hasn't done for some time now, uh, I think he's the one who can make the biggest difference and uh, I think that's why if he stays on there and plays 14 games or more, then he's going to win it. Yeah, $9. You might be able to get $10 if uh, Tristan, he'll be listening. He'll be hating me giving away odds. But uh, <laughs> I looked down the list, boys, and there's, there's a quarterback we keep bringing up. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's changed teams. He brought, spoke about him earlier, Chad, about how much money he earns. I think Nick Foles at $21 is a real good shout to come back and win this comeback player of the year. When you think about Mitch Trubisky and the uncertainty in and around him being the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, I could see Nick Foles just swooping in, shortened season, they go with the vet, and he just picks up where he left for that that Super Bowl win with Philadelphia, comes back. The players seem to love him. He can galvanise the locker room, and that's so important, especially after the COVID uh, preseason that they would have had the virtual one. So Nick Foles, $21. I'll get uh, Tristan put up some special prices uh, after the podcast comes out. But you can go in there and check uh, check out all of the Comeback Player of the Year uh, odds thanks to topsport.com.au. Hey, uh, Chad, I'm on my phone this week. I've only got about 10% battery, so I'll throw it over to you for the uh, fan questions this week. I'm sure there's plenty asking me, so it'll be nice to answer a few for once. Well, see how I might flick you the first one. We've got our, our Twitter uh, <laughs> questions, uh, which we get uh, weekly. But the first one is from Aiden Thomas. Um, and we spoke about last week, boys, about our rookies. And we all picked who our uh, rookie of the year was. But Aiden um, has asked who we think, believe our rookie of the year was. But also said, if it's not Chase Young, you're wrong. And we probably brushed over a bit of Chase Young last week, Sowie. But um, what are your thoughts on, on the rookie um, defensive line, Chase Young? Yeah, Chase Young, out of a higher state, was outstanding. When you think about how much pressure it is to be a defensive guy to potentially win the Heisman, he was definitely up there. So um, whether he's going to get the opportunity in that division, it's a good division. It's a shitty division, I beg your pardon, uh, with the rest there. So he may get a chance to just tear that division up. But um, again, on a bad team, I don't know if you're going to get the chance to really stand out too much and win too many games. Uh, he may end up being Copes, I think, like JJ Watt, just super uh, talented defensively, but on a really bad team, probably doesn't get, won't get the kudos uh, as the other teams. Yeah, he's immediately going to come in and just scare offences. He's, he's going to scare people on the field. He is that kind of guy that it doesn't matter who they've got lined up opposite him, he's going to beat them regularly throughout a game and make a big difference in, in a contest. And 
the Washington team are going to need people like him to uh, make an impact and, and give their offense a chance. All right, boys. The next one is from at Scotty221 on Twitter. And I'll, I'll send this one to you, Dickie, because uh, we, you know, we've spoken about Dak Prescott and his contract situation quite often. Surely Dak ain't worth the money he's asking for. He's had plenty of weapons beside, but he can't seem to get it done when it matters. He's asking for elite money without delivering elite performances. What are your thoughts? Uh, we've spoken uh, a lot in the early pods about about Dak and it's going to be, look, time's running out, the franchise tag, it doesn't look like he's going to sign that long-term deal. So he's uh, he is back in his arm. He's going to back his arm in and he's going to, look, I, we, everyone's going to say that Patrick Mahomes has set the market. I don't think so. I think he's in his own market um, and, and Dak and, and the other guys are, uh, are well, well away from Patrick Mahomes. So... Um, Good luck to Dak. He's backed his arm in. Uh, he's got there's um, the person Ryan in said he's got weapons around him. Uh, if he can come out uh, with a new coach and lead uh, the Cowboys deep deep into the playoffs, then he's going to get the right money. Uh, if not, uh, Andy Dalton sitting there and the the Cowboys have, have mitigated that circumstance. That if if Dak wants to walk at the end of this season, if he doesn't do a good enough job, they can replace him straight away. So. Um, look, I don't think uh, I don't think he should be the second highest paid quarterback in the competition. All right, next one uh, for you, Copes from at Brad Bolt one. If you could start a franchise with any player not named Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, who are you picking? Oh boy, that's a very good question, uh, particularly without notice. Um, look, I think what you want is a, a young quarterback. Um, or a, a linchpin on defense. Um, so I think given the two best young quarterbacks are, are off the board uh, and we haven't seen this year's rookie class, I think I'm going to go the other side of the ball and go Khalil Mack. I think he's the guy who's still young, still finding his way in the league, but has already shown that he can be a, a difference maker by himself with no other you know, elite defenders around him. So I think I'd probably go that way and go with a Donald or a Khalil Mack uh, to start my team. And the last one, boys, which we is from at Sport Bet One, um, who asked about Baker Mayfield and my thoughts, which I which I gave before and what I think you know he needs to do this season. So that wraps it up there, Sowie. I'll hand it back over to you, brother. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask me about what player I'd love, Derek. Um, I just think, you know, I just want to turn the ball over and win three or four games a year, so I'd be chasing after Derek Carr. Um, <laughs> it's, it's time now for Copes' fantasy corner, and Copes, we're going to have to get you an intro, mate. We'll get Chad uh, to work on that, an intro. <laughs> but um, I want to talk about how much, when you're all sitting down and you're drafting your team, how much you think about the quarterback that throws to the wide receiver versus the wide receiver that makes plays for the quarterback and where you weigh up, how high you take those guys uh, early on, or you're just thinking about maybe letting one of those sort of second-tier guys go because the quarterback might not be as good? Yeah, I certainly think the important thing out of that question is to identify the offences that score a lot of points and, and win a lot of games. Um, and particularly, you know, for a team that wins a lot of games, that does it via their running back like a Tennessee Titans as soon as they get a lead, they use Derrick Henry to run out games and, and their defense to win games. So Tannehill, despite having a really good back half of the year, he didn't have the opportunity 
in a lot of games when they're in front to air the ball out and score big. So it can be, at times, a mixture of both. And having a stack is, at times, really profitable if you're in a, in a good offense or a team that has a shocking defense. They can still win games, but to do it, they have to air the ball out and score 35 points a week. So they're the sort of things that you look for. And you're going for the, you know, obviously, the elite is Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill uh, or even Travis Kelsey. And then as you move down the draft board, start looking at teams that uh, have weaknesses on defense and are going to have to air the ball out. So it's one of the things that I love doing is if, if I have a quarterback looking for their best receiver so that I can go in and play the matchups. When you look at your head-to-head matchup each week and they're playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, for example, you can play both of them and know that your opposition is going to be looking at that pretty scared. Yeah, that's why you are the king of fantasy copes. I love watching you and listening to you, mate. My notebook is full. I'm coming for you this year. Uh, that's Moving the Chains, episode 13. Make sure you download, rate, review, and subscribe. And tag at Moving the Chains on Twitter. If you have a question, make sure you get them in weekly for your shout-out. And stay tuned. We are launching our fantasy leagues very, very soon. We're just getting the final pieces so that Copes can't win. But uh, it'll be all on at Moving the Chains. Brought to you by our friends at topsport.com.au.